Thank you for joining us here on the Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my partner in crime, my esteemed colleague, the one and only, my everything. It's at Eric Dalala. Let's go. Let's go. It's a dub uh, day, as they call it now, Phil. Oh, dub day, yeah. Yeah. How was um how was your celebratory sushi last night, Eric? Oh, Phil, I didn't I didn't go get sushi. You didn't do that? You're not a team player? Nope. I am not a team player. You, of <laughs> course. You said, Eric, meet me at an undisclosed sushi location. I said, come on, let's go have uh let's go have a home sushi win. And I uh I said, No, I'm not a team player. Yeah. You of course said only carbonara. That's right, only Italian for me. <laughs> yeah. Sean Payton, though. He's a team player. He's a team player. Went out for uh, sushi with his family and a, a little group of people, and uh, he was not happy. But no, he, no, but he did it. It's a uh, he's a team player. It was interesting listening to Sean Payton the morning after the Broncos improved uh, to two and five, got their second win of the season. Phil, he uh, despite the win, Sean Payton said he was sitting there in the parking lot of a sushi establishment, saying, "Why, well, you know, I don't even like sushi." Reliving the, the the bad plays. Thinking, yeah, thinking about a, a second down play to Javante Williams, thinking about how the Broncos ended the game, thinking about some red zone opportunities, and just you can tell this guy is chasing perfection. It's an imperfect game, yeah. but he talks again and again about you want to be able to call that perfect game, have that perfect game in it. I think in some ways you you like that, that he's... Of course. He is not going to be satisfied by anything less than the best and, and you know, Great to get a win, but he knows there's more that this team should be doing that it can be doing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that that's uh, the feeling after the game. A 19-17 to 17 win over the Packers. Uh, a lot of uh, positive things that took place, but also, you know, um, this game is always uh, comes down to a few plays here and there. You know, it's a game of inches, Eric. And, uh, you know, it's always coming down to a very specific situational type of things. And the teams that make the plays in those moments go on to win those games. So uh, you got to practice those things. And the Broncos spent a lot of time doing that uh, during training camp. And uh, they were able to uh, go down and set up a, a game-winning field goal, albeit it was a 52-yarder, Eric. That was not an easy kick. But Will Lutz, non-traditional spelling. That's right. Went out there and just nailed that thing. Yeah. He's yeah. only got one L in his first name, and he gave it to the other team. <laughs> so now he's just we. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we Lutz. Yeah. Just That's a pretty end. good line. You just came up with that? Yeah, or yeah, you had that kind I of know, I was just kid. waiting. Wow. You just add an N to the end? Now he's win Lutz. <laughs> yeah. You like that? I do like that. I like that. Ask him about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, coming, we're going to hear from Will yeah. Lutz shortly, we think, as we're yeah, recording this. Exactly. Yeah, Phil, I think it's just the nature of the NFL, right? You're not going to have um, a lot of games where you just blow teams out. Um, I felt like the Broncos could have done that. Like at halftime, I was like, oh, boy, just up 9 nothing. Happy with it, that, but it could have been 21 nothing. Yeah, yeah, it could have It could have been. And you got to take advantage of those opportunities. And I think this team is still working toward being that. a complete team that can, can blow – teams out when when they're not playing well and certainly the Packers offense in the first half to not play well 100 yards of offense yeah nice job by the Broncos defense but also uh, I think that uh, the Packers would agree and look that was a that's the youngest team in the NFL going in uh, that's going a good on, stat. look at that they Woo. are that is that's a, they're the youngest team in the NFL yeah they got a bunch of rookies especially on offense 
Uh, and then, of course, Jordan Love, first-year starter. So uh, the defense was licking its chops yesterday. Matt LaFleur, I think, was asked after the game, how did things go during the bye week at working towards starting faster? And I think he said apparently not very well. <laughs> yeah, he was very emotional on the sideline. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like that. He's uh, He, <laughs> he uh, exchanges some barbs with media members and the post-game pressers. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. But, um, Phil, you don't often get games where you blow teams out, and I think yeah. this team is still working toward where they can do that. But so, so you're going to be in these games every week where it's one play here, one play there. We've seen the Broncos win a couple of those this year. We've seen them lose a few of those. I think what impressed me in this game was that um, they went up and then they kind of two weird touchdowns. A couple really. of fluky plays, I would say. Yeah, it was not necessarily like the Packers just kind of turned it on right the weird play where you know Pat Sertan depending on which referee you ask should have had an interception yes that was kind of a complicated thing because on a broadcast uh, they were talking about how Sertan's feet landed first and then therefore he completed the catch first therefore it should have been an interception Um, but according to a pool report after the game the referee said no uh, Dobbs had uh, maintained Romeo Dobbs had maintained possession uh, all the way through the catch, and therefore it was a complete uh, completed touchdown. Normally, a pool reporter for you is just kind of laying out. A pool report includes a couple of bevies yeah. and some sunshine. Yeah, some a little <laughs> suntan lotion on the nose. On the nose, yeah. zinc. That's yeah, that's an exactly. old pool report for you, but this exactly. one this is a little bit different. Pool report. Well, with the weather yesterday, what mid eighties or whatever it was, it could have been both. Yeah, could have been nice. Throw the trunks on. Pina colada, little umbrella. Could have been really nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the second touchdown, Phil, was also bizarre. The ricochet. Jordan Love threw it approximately 1 million miles per hour to Romeo Dobbs, kind of sidearm. Yeah, he got, he got Cooper up in there. I think that was Cooper. And yeah. then he tried to sneak it in. He tried to Mahomes it. Whoosh. Yeah. And, it, and then ricochet. He threw it really hard. <laughs> yeah. It went up in the air. That was unbelievable. And, uh, you know, just how they drew it up, it fell right to Jaden Reed. Kevin Harlan's call was amazing. Was he, it? Yeah, he was like, you wouldn't have believed it if you didn't just see it. <laughs> it was amazing. It's true. I was sitting but in the press box and I was like, hmm, hmm that's kind of interesting. No, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and against Washington, Phil, you saw the Broncos fall behind, not able to ultimately recover. You saw the same thing against the Jets. Where Look the, at the Hail Mary. Well, but, but they did not. Uh, they didn't come yes, back and win the game. they did not win the game. The, the Jets. You fall behind. You have a chance late, not able to, to make the plays you need. This time, this they did time, it. the Broncos come back. They uh, they you know it's, again not perfect, but they find a way to go down and get three points. Yeah, and then the defense. You know, Phil, I'm sitting there after that that long catch and run. I believe it was AJ Dillon mm, broke yes. a tackle. He gets down, I think, to the Denver 45 yeah. or something like that. The holding call really hurt them. Right, but before the holding call, you're thinking, oh man, this is. This is not good. Yeah. The, the yeah, Broncos exactly. have just a few yards to play with here before they're in field goal range. Yes. And uh, to their credit, they make a tackle for loss on first down. Yes. Holding call knocks him back, and then P.J. Locke comes all the way over from the other side of the field to make an interception. And uh, so for the first time, we saw the Broncos respond to giving up that sort of lead. Yeah. And um, as Sean Payton said, the good teams in this league are able to put bad plays and bad calls fluky plays behind you yeah and and make those plays and i think back to training camp when sean payton said sometimes with this team you see one thing go wrong and and then it snowballs 
And yesterday against the Packers, they were able to have the short memory, get a win. And maybe that's a sign that this team is slowly starting to to take form into the vision that Sean Payton has for it. Yeah, it, it, that takes a certain uh, level of toughness, yep. you know, uh, to be able to uh, bounce back after that. Because it, it would have been easy falling behind 17-16 to be like, here we go again. Uh, this team did not do that. Granted, I I thought that the offense was going to continue g- going down the field, but it sort of stalled out there. Um, and like we mentioned, Lutz just uh, uh, drilled that one. Four field goals. Eric. Four field goals. Uh, that was uh, very impressive there. Um, but, yeah, I thought a couple of things. On the offensive side of the ball, one, no turnovers, I thought was huge. They played a lot of clean football. Um, and even Champagne mentioned uh, how big it was uh, to n- not have a giveaway uh, on Sunday. And not not really an opportunity. It wasn't like somebody dropped a pick. Yeah, you know, exactly. Just yeah, kind yeah. Of it was they, clean. Right. They were, they, were, they were never in harm's way from that standpoint. And then I thought the other thing was uh, uh, Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy both played pretty well. I mean, they uh, had an impact on that game. And uh, right off the bat, Corlin Sutton was making a lot of plays, uh, the third down, couple of third down catches on that opening drive. And you were like, okay, this feels a little bit more like how it's supposed to feel. Yeah. Cortland, that's what you want from Cortland Sutton, big bodied guy. Yeah. Um, throw it, you know, throw it right into his chest on a third down and let him make a play. And he yeah, did exactly. that several times. I believe three catches for first downs on third down. And then he had the the touchdown that was, when you talk about Sean nice Payton's scheme there. Yeah, scheme offensive there. brilliance, there it was in yeah. terms of Cortland motions over from the right side. You got this bunch formation now. I believe it was Troutman and Marvin Mims who kind of run their defenders off. Cortland just just a little sneaky, a little, little sneaky wheel wow. route, yeah, and uh, wide open, easy pitch yeah. and catch. That's something that um, maybe earlier in the year, like I remember that Brandon Johnson uh, got called for a pass interference on a similar-ish type of play, but yeah. um, this time they had the timing down right, everything all worked uh, how it was supposed to, and uh, easy play. He was in the sun. He was enjoying himself. He had, he he was like, oh, the ball's in the air. He'd just take a take pool a second. Report. Yeah, he had a pool report out there. Yeah, I did think uh, it was, I was an like, easy play, oh, right? You like those? That was a nice easy touchdown. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Doesn't always need to be uh, a one-handed that. grab with a defender all over. You don't have to do, do the wide open ones. I like that one. Yeah. yeah, it was right into the sun though. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, catch it. Those shadows—they seem like much worse, harsher than normal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some of the photography that Ben Swanson is. I don't, he's not here. Uh, no. Ben Swanson is not here. He's no. working on some he, of his photos. He was at that sushi restaurant. I heard. Yeah. Oh, outside. Yeah, something happened. Looking the shots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He moonlights for TMZ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not, yeah, he's not here. Yeah, people don't people don't know that, but it's it's true. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, Phil. You know, I I kind of go back and forth on how I feel about yesterday because again, the Packers are not playing great football right now no like even on that jordan love interception at the end i thought for sure he was just going to take something underneath and get into field goal range right instead he just chucked it up into double coverage there i was yeah. like why and he probably in fairness he probably would have needed like 15 yards to be comfortably in field goal range yeah but um, at least you could have i mean uh could have tried anders, a i forget his last name but his first anders their carlson a uh, carlson yeah brother of the raiders kicker oh yeah 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 he was booming them in pregame yeah, and, and he boomed a forty-three yarder he way missed that left. One. He missed that one. Yeah, uh, but could have could have at least had a shot there. Yeah. So, but uh, there were guys too on the replay. They showed the all twenty-two. Mm. I love that shot. You can kind of just really see what happened there. There were a couple of guys who like he could have uh, could have got the ball into underneath there. Yeah. So, but, but that, uh, that's if you you study Jordan Love, he likes throwing he the likes deep it. ball. He likes taking shots down he the field, taking, and the Broncos yeah. made a play. 
Yes. And they, they had a couple times during that game where you know, Fabian Moreau comes in and plays, he starts in place of Damari Mathis. Yeah, plays for he him. played pretty well, I thought, Moreau. He did. He yeah. had a pass breakup down the sideline, another yeah. one. In the end zone? They, yep, another one where they held the, the Packers to a field goal on the opening drive where, yeah, that, that was the end zone one. There was another yep. one along the sideline that he, that he made in the first half. He played pretty well, and I think the Broncos, to their credit, they knew the scouting report on Jordan Love, and they, they made the plays they needed to make. And yep. Could it have been a, a two-touchdown win? I, I think so, had the offense played a little bit cleaner in the red zone. Yeah. But ultimately, you win. teams that we, we talk a lot, Phil, not just winning the games you're supposed to win, but sometimes good teams find a way to pull out a win that – that maybe everything doesn't go perfectly and you, you still find a way to get the victory. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That that felt like yesterday for me where, hey, the Broncos probably should have won this game by a lot more, but they still found a way, even after facing some adversity, to do that. And I think that that's, speaks pretty highly of what this team is working toward. And certainly, Phil, when we've heard Sean Payton talk recently, he's talked about the Detroit Lions, who last year yep. made a late run, and now they're, you know, yesterday's result notwithstanding, much better they got uh, the doors blowing off. Yeah, it was a, it was Dan a bad. Dan Campbell said maybe that was a good thing. I was like, what? <laughs> Coaches got to You got to do you whatever gotta, you yeah, can. You got to make it sound, yeah. And then he talked about the Carolina Panthers, who in 2014, Phil, won their last four games to sneak into the playoffs. And then the next year, of course, went to the Super Bowl. Sean Payton's talked about those two teams, which makes me think he's viewing this from kind of a long-term. Yeah, you have to, I um, think. You know, maybe a multi-year plan in terms of how to turn this thing around. But that, that doesn't remove the chance that, hey, maybe you start winning some football games this year and start yeah. to prove to yourself what type of team you can be moving forward. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it takes uh, a, a point where you say, okay, I think we kind of turned a corner in these areas here, uh, starting to play a much better defense, I think, for this Broncos team. Uh, the last two weeks, uh, certainly stopping the run uh, has looked a lot better. And you, you feel good for a guy like P.J. Locke, who, uh, you know, the drive before that, he's on the sideline, should have been in the game. Uh, they had to burn a timeout. Uh, Sean Payton was not pleased on the sideline. And then uh, so you feel bad. You're like, oh, P.J., you know, he's uh, started the season uh, on injured reserve. Of course, uh, K. Jack ejected from the game. He has to step into that role, and he's not out there. And uh, the coach is upset. But then, uh, yeah, just a few plays later, the next drive, you make the game ceiling uh, interception. So you're happy for him there. And, yeah, everything just seems to be a little bit better on defense. So um, and then, you know, uh, against the Packers, the offense uh, much more productive than they were against the Chiefs. That's something that they're going to have to get, get turned around this week uh, before they play Kansas City, just uh, see if they can uh, score some more points, uh, Eric. But yeah. it does feel like uh, – they, for the first time this year, they really played complimentary football. They didn't. Yeah. And, you know, in the kicking game, they played pretty well. Obviously, the, the actual kicks themselves were all good, but returning, kick coverage, those sorts of things were fine. Um, Special teams have been pretty good this year. Yeah. They, I mean, there's been a couple moments here and there, but for the most part, it's been really good. Yeah. Um, which is what you expected, right? When you brought in Ben Kotwika and Mike Westoff, that was what you wanted from that unit. Solid. Phil, uh, so I think that. There are a few games each year, and certainly I think the Broncos have two of them coming up the next two weeks against the Chiefs and Bills, where you have to go out and play really good football yeah, to go and get a win. And you've got to be um, exceptional at, at points in the game, and certainly to, to beat a Kansas City team that is looking like it's finding its stride, you've really got to do that. But 
But Kelsey. But I think exactly, yeah. That man is he's aging backwards. Yeah, his first halves. He just like he goes, I'll do everything in the first half. Hit hundred and seventy something yards yeah. yesterday. Yeah, it was insane. Pretty good. Hopefully he doesn't do anymore. Shannon Sharp thought he was coming after his record. Yeah. But he didn't get it. He didn't get there. He didn't get Hard it. to do it. Hard to do it. George Kittle got almost uh, there in one half against the Broncos back in twenty eighteen. Yeah. He still didn't do it. He didn't do it. But I, I think when you're not playing those teams, Phil. If you're playing the the Packers or, you know, looking back, the Jets, the Raiders, the Commanders, if you just don't beat yourself, yeah, you're a lot gonna, of the times you're going to be in position to win those football games and yep. against the Commanders, against the Jets, the Broncos, they they beat themselves essentially. Yep. And so I think moving forward, this is a good lesson for this team. Don't turn the ball over. Get get one or two takeaways. Don't have penalties that that hurt you in the red zone. Be yep. a little bit more efficient down there. Just you don't have to be. Perfect. I know Sean Payne is searching for that, but as you build, you don't have to be perfect. Just don't beat yourself. And I think you're going to be in a lot of these football games. And and unfortunately, at times they have beaten themselves. Yesterday, they did not do that. Yeah. And, and I think that's why they came away with a win. Whereas the Packers beat themselves. Yeah. At exactly. Times. Yeah. The, the holding penalty there, the missed field goal, those things kill you. Um, the, the late interception. I mean, you're beating yourself. Yeah. And hard to hard to win football games that way. And you know, Phil, we talk a lot about new England, Pittsburgh, those types of teams where even when they don't have the most talent, they find ways They're to tough. win. And it's because they don't, they don't beat themselves. Yeah. And, and you, we talked about that being part of the Sean Payton identity when he first got here. I think you're starting to see it come to fruition. Yeah. And the other thing uh, we should mention is Javante Williams uh, yeah. had a nice game. Uh, I think the Broncos rushed for what, nearly 150 yards. Um, yep. uh, uh, he's looking like himself again, you know, like he's really hard to bring down. He made uh, two runs back to back in the second half there where I was like, Oh, this guy's back. Yeah, it was a third you know, highest rushing total of his career. Yeah, which is kind of hard to believe, but and there were uh, he made a couple of nice moves too, and he broke some tackles, and you know even some IJP Ryan broke a nice uh, yeah. uh, after a catch there and uh, took off, and you know McLaughlin had a nice play uh, early in the game, so th- this unit uh, has some talent there. So yeah, it was interesting how they used McLaughlin. I think it, he only played ten plays, but yeah. he was targeted or carried seven of those plays. So when he was in there, he was in there. They're using him. Yeah, Ooh, makes you think. Yeah, yeah. Javante was real close there to to breaking one. Yeah, he was. He like was. he got they got him by the foot or like yeah. I mean, stumbled a little bit, but yeah, close to a, a 30, 40 yard touchdown on a couple of those plays. When Sean Payne was asked Monday, "Hey, do you think you should be running the ball more?" and he was like, "This is something I'm we're always thinking." That's what I think about in the sushi parking lot. Is what exactly. he said. Yeah. What is that for you, Eric? What What's the food for you where you're like, I don't really like this, but like if everybody else wants to do that, like uh, let's go ahead and do it. Oh. What, what is that Gosh. for you? Sorry, you put me on the spot here a little I bit. I know, I kind of put you on the spot. That's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough. I don't know if I necessarily even have, I don't think I have one. Yeah. I just like all kinds of foods. Any, I just any like food, food, I really, yeah. I'll just eat it. There's food. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything that's like, like, are you a big ramen fan? Yeah, you like ramen. Like ramen. Yeah, ramen. Go to sushi. Yeah, I do sushi. Mexican, like Italian. All these things. Yeah. Steakhouse, of Indian. course. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm not like a huge Thai person. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah interesting. It's just interesting. I like. Mediterranean, yeah, of course. Yeah. A lot of good restaurants in town here. Oh, I'll say my that. Gosh. I'll say that. Yeah. So. 
Uh, but I know that you, if if you had your choice, you would always be going for some uh, pasta and cheese. Of, of course, yeah. yeah, Italian all the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Maybe I don't. I don't love like a chicken. Oh, like if you want, <laughs> is that happening a lot? Where we're like, what do you guys want to do? We're like, let's go out for some chicken. Yeah, just a specifically well, I do chicken. Fried place. chicken, but like, yeah. I don't love like a. If someone's like, oh, you want to have us over for dinner and you, what are you making? Or a roasted chicken. chicken. Yeah. Oh, I like a roast chicken. Or like a. It's homey. Mm. Cozy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Eric, the temperatures uh, next week are supposed to dip down. Is it? You might want a roast chicken. (laughs) Does it keep you warm? (laughs) Yes, it does. Yeah. Warms the bones. Really nice. Yeah. It's supposed to be like uh, mid 30s, I think. I wonder hmm? it's something to consider like uh from back to back weeks like a Sunday like the one the high to the next Ooh, the high. drop. Yeah. Cuz it could be like a 50 degree difference from uh yesterday uh to this upcoming Sunday. So it's going to be interesting. The Broncos were like a 180 degree difference from the Chiefs. The Chiefs game yeah. 2 weeks ago. Yeah. It was funny uh Champagne on Monday was asked, "Hey, what's the difference between getting ready for the last game and this one?" And he was like, "There's more time." More days. There's more days here. It's true. Getting ready for a Sunday game versus the Thursday that game. That is correct. It's kind of like three days extra that you can get ready for this one. You can get so physically ready as well. More physically ready, maybe a little bit more of a game plan, you know. It's going to be – they're going to have the it, – it's an interesting situation, two two games in three weeks yeah. against the same team, of course. And, uh, you know, the Broncos are going to have to come up with that. They're going to have to come up with something. And I know before the season, Phil, a lot of what we, we talked about, what people around Denver talked about was, and we'll talk more about this Thursday, but hey, w- part of what will make this su- this season a success is is a beating win. the Chiefs. And um, Broncos, I don't know if they, I don't know if I'd say they came close or not, but they they were competitive in the, in the first game. And, um, you know, can you find a way to continue that defensive momentum while also being much better offensively and give yourself a chance to, I mean, man, if you were to, to win this week, oh, you'd feel really, oh you'd feel really good. You would, and you'd enjoy it for two weeks. And you, you'd say, man, we're three and five, and that's not where we want to be, but, but boy, we, maybe we figure to... things out a little bit and yeah, it may not mean anything long-term for this season, but it, it would, um, I think going forward, give you a lot of, the fans would oh. take to the streets. You, <laughs> you know, think so? They, yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of fans, um, maybe a split reaction to yesterday's victory. Oh, like uh, the tanking the crowd. The crowd, and, uh, not yeah, very the, happy. Yeah. I think you got to, I think you got to take wins when you can get them. Yes. I think that uh, you have to live in reality a little bit, you know, oh. and it's like these guys are working hard every single week to win football games. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think. It's just very much uh, like a fan's way of thinking and just be like, let's just tank this. Right. And like, let's just get Caleb Williams. And then like, say if Caleb Williams struggles the first couple of games, they're like, why did we do this? You know, it's like, okay, well, you got to kind of just live in the, in the moment. In the reality. Yeah. Let's live in the now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where is Patrick Mahomes drafted? 10th overall. Makes makes you think. It makes you think. It kind of makes you think a little bit. Yeah. Makes me think. Yeah. And, uh, your guy Caleb, he hasn't been. Uh, he's had a couple of tough, tough weeks it's, here. It's always a projection. What do like you think about him reality. just sitting on the bench there, or not going out uh, for the handshake? Oh, kinda, I don't um, know if I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to get into this. Yeah, he could be. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, you yeah. just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know anything. So that's why we live in the now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> we don't know anything. That's why that's the neutral zones. That's why we live right now. Yep. For, for today. Um, yeah, Phil, I, I just think you, you got to appreciate these wins. I yeah. think it's important that this core learns how to to win football games and at um, home too. It's you know yeah. you want a home win. You do it for the fans that showed up and yeah, and you avoid. You know, there's been a lot of history over the last few years in terms of most consecutive losing seasons. Oh, and, gosh, yeah. And, you know, this would have been the most home losses to start a Never started season. home for, yeah. Um, I just I don't think you want to live in that no. world. No, you don't. And at some point, you've got to start turning this thing around and yes. build a foundation and a, an expectation that, hey, it's a close game at home. We're going to find a way to win this football game. Exactly. And um, That's so right. that, to me, is, is more important than, oh, you know, can you jockey for another – position here in the draft order exactly um, again like you said it's it's not realistic just from how much effort these guys put in and and you just don't like there's a lot of teams like in the broncos similar sort of position around the league a lot of teams that had one win one yesterday four teams i believe yeah so like this happens over the course of the course of a season you can't just be like we're going to try and lose these games you just that's that's not the way the nfl works and I think that I saw one fan tweeted, hey, I, I tune in every Sunday or whenever to watch the Broncos win. I want the Broncos to win. And whatever happens at the end of the year with our draft positioning or, or that, like we'll, the fig- best, we'll figure it yeah. out then. And I think that's a good approach. I like that. You know, like let's, let's win these ones. Win, win some football yeah. games. And, um, again, you don't want to be where you are at 2-5, and five, but when you win football games, you put yourself in a position to – like even if you win this week and it doesn't ultimately like go on to mean anything in terms of the postseason, it's, it's good for this team to learn how to beat to top opponents yeah. or string wins together. Um, Sean Payton mentioned that yesterday after the game that, Hey, we can't just win one of these. We got to start learning to string wins together. Yeah. I think that's the next step for a team that's, that's looking to be successful. I mean, you know, you're the chiefs you've won one of the six in a row now. Yeah, I believe they're they're rolling. Now. They're they're good. The Eagles. They lost their first game and then they've won all of them. So. Yeah, that's that's six in a row. Yeah, that's. And so good. you see teams string wins together. That's that's yeah. What you got to find a way to do. And rarely in the NFL does like one player come in and then all of a sudden the whole thing changes. It's sort of like it's sort of a gradual thing in most cases. Yeah. You know, of course there are exceptions, but. Usually it takes like a team to like know how to win and learn how to sort of grind and uh, build the toughness and sort of a confidence. And, and then that has to start somewhere. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, what's better than starting it now? Well, and you know, everyone's talking about externally who's going to be traded, who are the Broncos going to draft. People don't have any idea what, what Sean Payton, what George Payton, no have planned or, or what they want to do i mean sean payton has now referenced two teams in the lions and the panthers that kind of had a more veteran core certainly a veteran at quarterback and found a way to turn it around the next season and so there's yeah. been no indication even that that you know, people clamoring for a high draft pick to, to take a quarterback or whatever there's been no indication that's what the broncos plan to do or, yeah, or want to do i mean exactly they are focused on now and winning football games and uh, i think that's got to be the approach and, and yesterday they showed that you know it might not always be pretty but they're capable of putting themselves in those situations yeah you just you want to win you play to win you hello we play to win the game yeah you know, that's right so that's what you do. And now you got another chance this week to to get a big one. Yeah, I mean this one would be like sort of in a different stratosphere. 
this would this would uh, change the the whole tone of this entire team. I think. I agree. Uh, I don't know. Like you said, it, uh, who who knows what that would mean? You know, with a final record and all that other stuff, you'd still be three and five. But just the feel of everything would be. It would be like the fog had lifted, Eric. Like, and sometimes it takes a win like that to uh, kind of turn that corner and flip the script, as Sean said. Yeah, I mean, it's a big one coming up. So, we'll talk about that, of course, a lot more uh, coming up on Thursday. Maybe Ben Swanson will be here. We'll see. But uh, for now, I think it's time for some lunch. For yeah, lunch, you're Eric, what do you think? Sushi? You hungry? Sushi? What do you think? Want to go get some sushi? Yeah. What do you do? What do you, you like? A spicy tuna, something like that, maybe? Yeah, of you course. Know? I like to get a little adventurous. A little fried I like oyster try, in there? I like to try all kinds of different things when, yeah. I, when I go for sushi. So, I wonder where he was. I wonder where he was. We'll have to get to the bottom of this. All right, that's going to do it for us. For Eric Dalla, I am Phil Milani. You've been listening to The Neutral Zone.